Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. If you are looking for vendor process training for you or your entire vendor team, head over to my site at DeborahRRichardson.com and click on the Vendor Team Training Solved button to learn more about what is included in the monthly or annual plan and also to download a 2021 training schedule. Get the training that you and your team needs to avoid payment fraud, duplicate vendors, compliance fines, and more. You have a fraud scare, or worse, a fraudulent payment. You put processes into place to prevent it from happening again. Four years later, no one is following the processes, and it happened again. This is a true story. Keep listening. Welcome to episode 150. In 2017, a city paid a fraudster, and in 2021, it almost happened again. Here's why. So Yahoo News recently reported that the city of Albuquerque almost fell prey to a fraudster to the tune of $1.9 million. Now, we hear about these almost transactions fairly frequently, uh, but here's what is different about this one. First, the city did fall victim in 2017, uh, paying a fraudster $420,000. And second, they didn't follow the processes they put into place following the original loss and they almost fell victim again. So let's jump into this. What happened and really can it be your company's story or your story too? Now in 2017, a froster sent an email pretending to be a legitimate vendor requesting a bank change or a change of bank account details. And this is a typical business email compromise scam. Well, the finance team member updated the banking details and $420,000 was lost. Now, as a result of that or after that, protocols and procedures were put into place to ensure that it did not happen again. That's like the next step of what everyone does when they almost fall uh, victim to a fraudulent payment or when they do actually make that fraudulent payment. But It did happen again. And the question is why? And it is because the protocols and procedures were not followed. According to the investigation by the Office of Inspector General, it was determined that staff's neglect of duties, 
complacency, and the deliberate deletion of records all played a part in the fraudster nearly succeeding in attempt to defraud the city. Now, let's be clear here. The finance team actually did fall um, for the uh, the second uh, BEC or business email compromise scheme because the same thing happened again. Um, and as a matter of fact, in this instance, the um, uh, fraudster sent a uh, a bank letter that if you'd have looked at it closely, the article said, and I'll put a link to that article um, in the blog post and the blog post will be linked in the, uh, in the show notes. But the article said that had the someone looked at the bank letter more closely, that it was fraught with errors and that it was obviously um, forged. Now, um, that's one thing that I always say about the vendor bank letterhead or the vendor letterhead and the bank letterhead, um, even the voided check, all of that can be forged. So if you're accepting them, make sure you're also requiring a separate document such as a company branded ACA form that includes authenticating data on the form so that you will catch them if those documents are forged. But in any event, um, the the result of the investigation said, had someone looked at that vendor bank letterhead, they would have seen that it was an obvious fraud and that just didn't happen. And I will say that in this instance, uh, it appears that that uh, bank letterhead that the vendor or froster uh, submitted had grammatical errors on it. Um, That doesn't always have to be the case. Those uh, forged uh, vendor bank letterheads, um, bank uh, letterhead from uh, your vendor's bank, all of those can be pristine. It does not have to include grammatical uh, errors anymore. Those are getting cleaned up. They're getting cleaned up in email. So uh, lack of grammatical error should not give you the warm and fuzzies that it's not a fraud or that it could not be a fraudulent email or a fraudulent document. Just saying on that one. But in any event, um, no one reviewed the documentation. And as a matter of fact, um, the accounting manager approved the bank change, right? But did not review the documentation. Um, And again, they fell for the BEC scam, the business email compromise scam. And I know it says that it almost happened again, but technically the finance team did fall for it. It was approved. It was submitted. It was the bank that stopped the $1.9 million payment. So lucky for them, the bank caught it. But the question is that I have for you is, can that happen to your team? Um, Your company, your team should have procedures, internal controls, best practices in place to prevent fraud. And the question would be is, is your team or is the team following those processes and protocols long after the fraud has taken place. We know there's a lot of hoopla right after it uh, it occurs, either the attempt or the su- uh, successful fraudulent payment. Um, but what about years from now? This was four years later. And in addition to that, are they following the processes 100% of the time, 50% of the time? I mean, we all have busy times of the month, busy times of the year. There are urgent vendor requests. There are escalating vendor requests. And in all of those instances, is the procedures and uh, internal controls and best practices that you put into place, are they being followed 
100% of the time? Well, if you can't answer that, then let's talk about um, two steps to make sure team members are following your procedures, controls, and best practices. Now, the first step is to create desktop procedures. Now, if you already have desktop procedures, you may need to update them. So why do you want to do that? Well, does your team have a reference for how to process those vendor requests for new vendors, for existing vendors? If not, make sure you document your processes. If the processes, uh, desktop procedures are there, but they need to be updated, update your desktop procedures. It will show you where your weaknesses are and you can fill those gaps and have a reference for your existing team members and a training document for new team members. Now in my blog post, get your vendor setup and maintenance desktop procedures in order. Um, and that's a previous one. So again, I'll put a link to that in the blog post for this podcast episode. Um, and that blog post um, will be in the show notes. But in that blog post, I outline the process for creating desktop procedures. And I even have a free desktop procedure template that you can download to get you started. I know I've talked about that before. Um, so make sure if you you've listened to prior episodes and you haven't downloaded and you know you need to uh, update or create desktop procedures, make sure you click through to download that template. Now, once you have finalized the desktop procedures, you do need to revisit them. I recommend quarterly, um, but at the very least annually to ensure no processes have changed. Now, the second thing you need to do, step two, is implement a vendor process audit. I've talked about that before on the uh, podcast as well. So now that you have desktop procedures, an audit can be completed because there is documentation to audit by or updated documentation to audit by. Now, this level of audit does not need to be done by your external audit team. It can be done by your internal audit team or even within your department at the leadership level. Um, and you can then make sure that the team is following it and make that audit monthly, right? Just like your regular audit, determine what percentage of requests will be audited and what the thresholds are for failing an audit and what the consequences will be for failing those audits or being below the threshold. Now, as an example, you may audit um, 5% of each team member's vendor requests per month, and they have to maintain a 98% audit rate with anything below that requiring training for the team member or maybe even disciplinary action if it continues, um, meaning if the uh, being below the 98% or whatever threshold you select, um, if they're continuously below low that audit rate, then maybe disciplinary action or um, at least something on their performance review is, uh, is uh, uh, required. And if that's the case, make sure that everyone has that understanding. Um, the purpose of this, though, is to uh, show you really where you need to uh, improve training for the team members. And then if they don't absorb the training or continue to do um, the processes that are put into place, uh, then maybe dis uh, disciplinary action will be required. 
Now, you can even have a team audit rate. So I talked about the 98% um, audit rate per person, but you can have that at the team level. Um, So say anything below 98% for the team, and then you implement some mandatory team training. Um, Work out the specifics with your leadership team, um, bring in your audit team, your legal team, and even uh, your HR team um, for input if needed. So those are the two steps um, that you can put into place to make sure your team is following your procedures, your controls, and best practices. And with these two steps, your team can have a reference and a reason to follow processes that you put into place to avoid fraud, regulatory fines, and bad vendor data. So thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 150th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy. Stay happy.